Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I've been a corporate flight attendant for six years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. This is season two, episode eight. Today, we are discussing what scheduling and dispatch in corporate aviation means and the ins and outs of working with dispatch. Dispatch is the scheduling department of corporate aviation. The dispatch department has dispatchers and or schedulers. A dispatcher is licensed and a scheduler is not. For this episode, I will use the word dispatcher for both a dispatcher and a scheduler. Dispatchers have the monumental task of organizing and scheduling all the flights, hotels, airports, cars, everything that can be scheduled for both the passengers and the crew and dispatchers and or schedulers often have to reschedule and reschedule at the last minute. In many ways, it's a thankless job. Uh, Dispatchers are often working all night for last minute changes to trips. Can you imagine? You have to feel for them, right? A company can have many dispatchers that rotate shifts in a 24-hour day, and those are your bigger companies like your charter companies such as, you know, VistaJet, NetJet, something like that. Or a company can have one dispatcher. Or if it's a smaller flight department, the pilots can act as dispatchers and make their own arrangements. Once you start contracting, you will see all of it. Sorry about that. My dog's just, you know, taking his time and walking through. No regard for this podcast. It's okay. (laughs) Saying all this, you can imagine being a dispatcher is a really tough job. And dispatchers are often tough personalities who are incredibly detail-oriented. They notice everything. (laughs) So when you have to call or talk to a dispatcher, You have to realize the golden rule, and this is with all due, they don't have time for you or for anyone. Answer their questions quickly and to the point. Especially as a contract flight attendant, you are the lowest on the totem pole. Even if a dispatcher is a nice person, which happens a lot, they don't have time to converse or hear a long excuse of why you can't fly this weekend. They simply want a yes or no. Do not take their brusqueness personally. They have so many balls to juggle and they have to manage their time extremely efficiently. And something I've noticed is I've known a few people who have gone from accounting in corporate aviation or something along those lines because oftentimes they're sitting with the dispatch department and they try to move to be a dispatcher and it just doesn't work because I think they don't have the personality. Oftentimes these accountants are really, you know, nice, sweet personalities or even more quiet and they have to be more, you know, boss bitch and hardcore and it just doesn't align with them and, you know, what they're used to doing. So the people you see as dispatchers are very, I would say, tough-minded. You know, they don't take any shit. They're very to the point, yes, no. So you just have to get used to that. And they are nice people. When I've talked to them, you know, outside of dispatching in a situation where they're on a break and they're in the coffee room, they're very, they're good people. It's just, if you don't act like that and you don't take that 
boss personality, that tough, not taking any shit from anyone personality, everyone will walk all over you. And you have so many people coming at you at once who can walk all over you, right? You have your director of aviation, your chief pilot, your pilots, your flight attendants. And then we haven't even discussed the passengers and the executive assistants and the personal assistants and the wives and the this and the that who can walk all over you. So you really have to have that personality. So if any of you are listening and you're like, you know what, I'd love to be a flight attendant for let's say five years and then move into dispatch. Just keep that in mind. You know, if you have that in you and you have that type of toughness in you, then I'd say go for it. I have to say I've had good experiences with dispatchers in general because I keep it short and sweet. I keep it short and sweet on the phone, over text or email or in person. That's the key. The passengers are often pains in the ass and don't care if they're keeping up dispatch until 4 a.m. with last minute changes. So it goes a long way to show gratitude towards dispatch. Always say please and thank you and let them know in a quick way that you appreciate them. For example, I'll end an email saying, I, or I'll end an email in saying, I really appreciate all your hard work. And even just saying something quick like that, they like it. If you're a contract FA or flight attendant, dispatch will call, email, or text you to ask if you can do a trip. Often they don't have many details about the trip, but most of them try to give you the details they have. Sometimes you're going to see them hold back because it's kind of a crappy trip. You know what I mean? Like if it's two days in the middle of nowhere and it's not fun, they're going to hold, you know, hold those details back. And if you're new, you really don't have the right to ask. You should be accepting everything. So if you start asking too much, it's a little suspicious to them and you want to get on their list and you want to accept everything. For a full-time flight attendant, they will schedule you on trips and are part of the crew. You have to think of them as the part of your crew on the ground. If you are a contractor, you have to answer the dispatcher immediately. If they don't hear from you right away, they will move on to the next FA on the list and they'll move on quickly. We're talking in five minutes. Some of them, and I don't like that some of these companies are moving to this, uh, will just do a mass email and whoever responds the quickest will get the job. I don't like that. That's not my cup of tea. So I stay away from those companies, but you know, no one has time anymore. So <laughs> there you go. But also, I also want to say when you're known as a good contractor, they'll call you first or the passenger or lead passenger or owner of the plane likes you, they'll call you first. Occasionally, because dispatchers are so overwhelmed with everything coming at them all at once, they drop the ball. I'll give you an example. I did a trip and it landed on Long Island, New York in the winter. The airport was in the middle of nowhere and it was 1 a.m. The dispatcher was supposed to arrange a rental car for me to drive to the FBO where I had left my car. But that FBO was an hour away in New Jersey. When I came into the Long Island FBO, I asked for the car keys and they said there was no rental car. They double checked with the night manager and nothing. I was not happy. Luckily, one of the pilots was driving to New Jersey right near the FBO where my car was. He drove me and again, I got lucky. 
I politely told dispatch that I was left stranded. To be fair, it was the first time they ever dropped the ball, but I was growing unhappy with the company in general and dispatch didn't respond to my email. I think I did one more trip with the company and never worked with them again. So let's say that I wanted to keep working for the company. And to be fair, it was literally the only time they dropped the ball in years, but I still hadn't received an answer to my email. I would start by calling dispatch and politely and quickly explaining the situation. Do not make assumptions. If they have never made a mistake like this before, it may have been the car rental company's fault. It could have been the FBO, you know, day manager's fault too. I would say something like, I just want to confirm that you received this email. I wanted to check on what happened because maybe I misunderstood something. Also, sometimes you'll meet dispatchers at a yearly recurrent training or conferences or even your initial training. Keep it professional. Sometimes people like to drink at the hotel bar afterwards. A glass of wine or beer or cocktail is fine if you can handle it. So I was at a recurrent training where there was a dispatcher who was a friend and we all went to the hotel bar after a day of training. Some of the FAs got wasted. My friend was really turned off and left and told me later that it really changed her view on a couple of the FAs she was considering to put on her list. And let me tell you, she worked for a major company. So these FAs missed a huge opportunity. Always keep it professional because that experience showed my dispatcher friend that these FAs could not handle being on the road. The rule of thumb is treat dispatch well and you will go far in corporate aviation because they talk to each other and they change jobs and they know each other. And you also have to consider that with dispatch and scheduling, a lot of it is moving to home office work. So if you are, you know, texting them, you have to make sure it's on their work phone. You have to make sure, you know, they said, okay, you have a flight that's coming in at 2 a.m. If there's an emergency, will you be available until 2 a.m.? Because you don't want to wake these people up because they're at home, like sleeping in their bed with their, you know, spouse or partner or whoever. So you just want to be respectful of that too. So other than that, Keep sending out those resumes and building your resume experience because the industry is growing nonstop. I keep receiving calls to work for an account that I worked for three years ago. They're having a hard time finding good people and you are all good people. If you have anything you would like me to cover, email me at freespiritpodcasts at gmail.com and check out my FA products and service in the show notes. And the next episode will drop on Friday, June 17th. Until then, you know what to do. Happy flying.